0: Welcome back to the Unfiltered Podcast with A and C. Welcome back everyone to the podcast. Uh, Today we have a plethora of very interesting topics. Uh, We're going to start out with some fun facts. We'll move on to some recent news with the East Palestine train derailment. uh, A bomb found on a railway in Philadelphia. And Russia leaving a nuclear treaty. We'll move into Tech 101, where we'll be discussing ChatGPT again, as well as COD 2024. And a little topic on whether or not game developers have lost their creativity. From there, we'll move into some personal conversation with you guys. And we'll end in the dark and unsolved with Brad... Bishop. So Cody, how are you doing tonight?
1: Oh pretty good. Pretty good. Excited to get back in these topics.
0: Oh yeah. Very, very exciting out
1: of slate tonight for us.
0: Yeah, so, so I guess that leads us into fun facts. Yeah, so, what do you go for us? The first one I have is the stealing of baby Jesus from public nativity scenes is a common occurrence. To prevent theft, some ch- churches have had chained down their baby Jesus, while others equip their baby Jesus with a GPS tracker.
1: So, <laughs> throw your air tags on them. Oh, yeah. People are stealing them like catalytic converters. So, what's the... I wonder what the motive behind that is. That's interesting. That is. I um, feel like
0: there may be a bunch of different motives.
1: Is this trolling <laughs> or
0: like... <laughs> Maybe somebody just needs Baby Jesus they lost theirs and they're like, this one looks good.
1: (laughs) One church lost theirs and now they just keep shuffling.
0: (laughs) The churches are stealing from each other. (laughs) The math. Okay. right, yeah. Computer security was such a problem for the Kremlin that they had to resort to buying pipewriters in 2013 to stop leaks.
1: Wow. (laughs) Ten years. Wow, that's rough. (laughs) Yeah. You would would think
0: by 2013 you would have that kind of thing sorted out, but yeah, the Russians I guess have a problem with leaks.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hmm? I... Okay. It's an approach to it.
0: (laughs) In the 1960s, Futurists projected a shorter work week. and A Senate committee predicted that the standard work week would be reduced to 14 hours by the year 2000. They used the television show, The Jetsons, as an example. Well, that didn't fucking happen, did it?
1: (laughs) No, and that's really interesting because there's... I believe there's other countries that do actually have shorter, whether it be work weeks or work years, but I do think other countries have better um, vacation policies at the least. I think they call it holiday, but um, yeah, I I think there's some truth to that. I can uh, say from a beneficial standpoint, like I call it the golden schedule Monday through Friday, like 7 to 4. 7 4.30. It's, like, perfect. I'd rather work that than Monday through Friday.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are a good bit of hours where I kind of just sit there. <laughs> yeah. Where I don't do work because there's no work to be done, so I think it would be beneficial to shorten the work week up to be realistic. There isn't really 40 hours of work to be done in today's world, the technology advancements and whatnot.
1: Yeah, <coughs> and it's yeah it's it's there's definitely i think it should be more performance than time based and hey that might be a topic for another time but i think that's something that might come with our generation of of workers absolutely
0: all right moves us to our last fun fact this is a good one i think Ozzy Osbourne stopped using acid while Black Sabbath was recording volume four. He is quoted as saying, I took ten tabs of acid, then went for a walk in the field. I ended up standing there talking to this horse for about an hour. In the end, the horse turned around and told me to fuck off, and that was it for me.
1: <laughs> Good old Ozzy. So, ten, did you say ten blotters? Yes. Wow. (laughs) I don't know how many that is or anything, but it seems like a lot.
0: Yeah, I I (laughs) believe that would be a lot. It's Ozzy (laughs) Osbourne. I think the moral of that story is don't do drugs. Yeah. Well, that leads us into East Palestine. We'll get started with that. So, we're still looking at what could be pretty... Not great situations for people that live there and live around there.
1: Yeah, I was uh, doing some uh, looking on Facebook, actually, which is a rare occurrence for me. But this week I was doing a little bit of looking around on there just to see what people were saying, because that's not so far from here. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people are posting videos of the water, seeming to be most really clear, actually. But they're claiming that it has like a purplish or like a chemical look, like a bluish purplish, unnatural. Yeah, like the river shouldn't look like maldives.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I saw videos of people going into the river and stirring up the silt, and it just looks like you got an oily substance on top of the river. Then it just comes mm. out of the silt and seeps up to the surface. It's got that sheen, you like when you get gas and water, that sheen. Okay. Just telltale sign there's chemicals in the water. Another telltale sign is the Higher Department of Natural Resources saying that they have found around 45,000 dead animals, mostly aquatic species. Um, There's no evidence that any animals that are not in the water died, but that, that's a lot of fish.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's There's certainly impacts happening from it. And uh, it, it's definitely... It's still developing. Yeah. We, I think we got weeks of development yet. But for, uh, other people... I don't know. There's different people around the areas that just seem to be... They're, they're posting different things online that seem interesting, like the water. Uh, there's people doing, like, soil tests out in the yard, since we've been having pretty good weather lately. Mm -hmm. They're able to do that, but uh, you can only take it with a grain of salt, because who knows who these people are or anything, but for the most part, it seems like there's going to be some serious environmental impacts, so... There's a lot of fucked up shit that went on. Um, I know,
0: directly after it, there was a town hall meeting after everybody got back into the town, and... North Fork, southern, southern, Uh, they didn't send a representative to that meeting at all. There was nowhere there from the company, as if they Mm -hmm. didn't care. Uh, I know the EPA came out and said, "Well, that's going to change. You are going to clean this up, and if we find out you don't clean up responsibly, we're going to clean it up, and you're going to pay us for it." And they've required them from now on to have a representative at every town hall meeting until the situation is settled. So I know yeah. a town hall meeting happened tonight and you've got this guy just getting drilled by residents and, and rightfully so, because I mean if that happened here, you'd want to do the same. You're looking out for your family and yourself at that situation. So yeah. when a company as a whole messes up, they should be held accountable. I know our governor openly said that if the situation isn't handled in a professional manner, he is going to be pressing criminal charges against the company.
1: Good. Pretty, pretty big statement there. That's, that's good. I mean, these things need to be kept contained. I mean, accidents do happen. That's understandable. But they need to be handled and responded to appropriately. And it doesn't seem like it was... Uh, the response wasn't there. I mean, there was clearly not premeditated protocols in place or anything. Or if if there was, they must have been outdated or outclassed for the situation. I, you know, I'm not the engineer, or the fire department, or anything, but there's something that they weren't doing right. Otherwise, the situation wouldn't have been as bad as it is. Yeah.
0: So that brings us in something I. Thing touches a little closer to home to me, uh, with me living in the Philadelphia region. Uh, on the nineteenth of February, which was was it Sunday? Sunday? Monday, I believe Sunday, Monday. Philly Police uh, Bomb Squad was alerted to a device on railroad tracks behind a church. Uh, they showed up, and 18-inch PVC device. So, yeah, a pipe bomb on railroad tracks in Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, I know. I've been hearing a lot of out there, but I'm starting to not think so out there. Theories, and <clears throat> I'm sure a lot of people have heard them, but it's, uh, things like that make you wonder. There have been a lot of Trains just out of nowhere. When do you hear of trains? You you know, you hear them derailing whenever a tornado hits one or something. (laughs) Yeah. It's just 2023. It just seems like a, a lot going on. Yeah.
0: Already. The situations aren't great. I mean, I don't know if I can believe everything I see. I do watch a lot of TikTok. I've seen a video where a guy puts creamer into his coffee and it sizzles. Don't think that's normal for water, for coffee to sizzle when you put milk into it.
1: <laughs> I've never
0: experienced that personally, but
1: I guess that's what they're experiencing in East Palestine now. Everyone's being more alert. It seems you know what's going on. What, what's in the food? What's what are all these happenings around us? Like it, it does seem like people are somewhat. starting to acknowledge that there's things going on that just don't really make sense.
0: Absolutely. <clears throat> I mean, I can't blame people either. I mean, you see every day something new causes cancer. Yep. Like I think at this point, everything causes cancer. <laughs> yeah. So With that, you kind of want to be conscious of what you're eating, what you're drinking, and especially when you have things that shouldn't be there that you know cause cancer or deadly and poisonous.
1: Yeah, that's that's not even good. And like the uh, I believe, was it the F- FDA I think regulates like restaurant suppliers and things mm-hmm. like that. I, the percentage rates for bad things being in the food, things that you would consider extremely disgusting is not good in my opinion. Like the the food system should be like like medical stuff you know like it has to be mint you can't feed people something that has insects in it or something like that or or worse (laughs) yeah I mean they allow that though. so to an extent
0: to to (laughs) an extent they allow certain products to have this amount of insect parts or this amount of air yeah um, fun fact, I found out today that enforced cannibalism is not illegal in the United States. So, just think about that. <laughs> it's
1: basically, you know, we opened up a shop and there was a percentage of human meat in the food. There's not really legislation to process, to prosecute us?
0: Uh, there's legislation on how we got the meat.
1: Ah, uh, but the, okay.
0: Now, if you were to cut your own finger up, grind it up, and then feed it to someone, yeah, you could.
1: So, that's wild. Yeah. You know, it's only a matter of time until somebody thinks up the idea to go and, oh, let's get a waiver system and a really good lawyer team and walk up in a restaurant where people will have donators come in and... <laughs>
0: I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer said, to hell with the waiver system, let me go get my own meat market and then fed those neighbors. <laughs> so, we've already had that happen. I'm sure I, there's multiple cases like Dahmer's where people are unknown to eating human, which I don't know what you do and after that. I, I know you're very finicky with your food.
1: <laughs> oh, man. That's... And I couldn't imagine, like, I, like, at least for me, my meat, like, I, I would imagine my meat isn't very good. It's probably pretty greasy and just gross, so, uh, I. <laughs> your meat's leather. <laughs> that's how people have to cook it, because that's how you eat meat. Yep, well done. That's how it should be. <laughs> like my food cooked. Here's our first
0: engagement with the audience. Uh, put down in the comments how you like your steak cooked.
1: And then Sparity make fun likes of it. Well done. Yeah, make fun no of for
0: Still being a child.
1: Uh, not, burnt, not burnt. Not burnt. We don't need no black. I mean, it's all right, but
0: it's you know, already it happens, burnt.
1: But it there's there's a right way to do well done. But <laughs> you eat your meat gray. <laughs> it's <sighs> not right. Yeah. <It>, <laughs> know. Yeah, well done. Let us know. Um, if you want to join the right team, go ahead and join up for uh, my team. team uh, good. Yeah, if you team actually well join
0: the actual right team, I'm in between. Depends on the day from medium to medium rare. So if you want to be a man, man up, get some hair in your chest, go ahead and. Yeah.
1: Take. Just yeah.
0: And join that, you
1: know? Hair and chest tapeworm. Um, <laughs> the tapeworm. <laughs> It's not pork.
0: That leads us into Russia, I guess. Then, Yeah, let's see. Which is great. Um, so, a lot of talk into what was going to be said when Putin addressed the country. Um, a lot of speculation of is he going to announce the new USSR Stuff like that. I doubted he would do that because you kind of have to at that point try to take back NATO territory. Which I don't think he's brazen enough to go for that. Especially with the war in Ukraine not going his way in the terms of he was expecting eh, maybe a month and we'll be done. Mm-hmm. So what they uh, pulled out of was the New Star Treaty which limited uh, each side to around 1,500 warheads on deployed missile launchers and heavy bombers. Um, So he said he'll be watching the United States and will react accordingly, which, I mean, our two countries together hold 90% of the warheads in the world, which is great. that we're going toe-to-toe again.
1: Yeah, it's...
0: Feels like we got plunged back in the 1950s.
1: Well, and another thing about that, too, you know, now that we have Russia on the table here, um, I did see something today that, actually directly regarding the nuclear treaty, too. So on the, I believe it was the 22nd, two, two, three days ago, around that time window, um, they initiated an intercontinental ballistic missile test whenever Biden was actually over in Ukraine. Um, I guess wow. the U.S. has a lot of speculation around what it was and things like that, um, they were testing a heavy Sarmat missile, um, nicknamed the satan Too, <clears throat> It's capable of delivering multiple nuclear warheads. Oh, I but heard about it, this. Yeah, but it it appears to have failed. Now, what I know just off of my own general interest of reading, like, I know I, I read Quora a lot, and nuclear stuff really just like, the science behind nuclear. So I do read up on this stuff a lot. And the United States actually uses this type of technology. It's called MIRVs, M-I-R-V. Mm-hmm. They put they still send up one of those giant ICBMs, but then the MIRVs are actually the payloads. That's just the giant vessel to get it over there. Mm-hmm. And then the MIRVs go down into a targeted, and they, they hit really compacted but targeted areas with nuclear warheads. It's more direct. Instead of let's just blow and destroy like this massive area, it's like here's what we need to destroy. We're going to take those down. Yeah. And there's a little bit of collateral damage. So that's what I know about our system and it really sounds like they're trying to figure that out, which is kind of scary. So,
0: I mean, the positive news is the missile blew up on launch.
1: So. Okay.
0: What? They're worse than North Korea at this point this year with missile launches and cuts. Uh
1: <laughs> Well, North Korea is just out there. That's like their thing. Like, something happens and they just start shooting stuff off. Yeah, I, I mean, know. they're just That's... out there nuking the whales at this
0: point, shooting into the ocean.
1: <laughs> at least they're fishing.
0: I mean... <laughs> That's I mean, I know we did a test. I don't know where we send ours. I feel like we probably send them to the ocean, too. But <laughs> we do test our Minuteman missiles every once in a while. At a convenient time of people getting a little brazen with us, we like to send those off and be like, hey, we still have these.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> but kind of... I'm kind of getting tense with the whole nuclear the idea, where where the world stands with nuclear arms right now, and what's going on. I I don't know what's going on exactly, but it doesn't seem good.
0: So yeah.
1: hopefully tensions just
0: simmer down and we can come to an under understanding and just end all hostilities. That'd be fantastic, but. Unfortunately, we're not in a perfect world.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, hopefully it'll wrap itself up and we won't have any more setting us from Russia or any (laughs) other country. Yes. That would be ideal.
0: I think uh, that leads us in Tech 101, so you want to take that away with this week's uh, chat GPT?
1: Yeah, so... There's some interesting developments with ChatGPT. Um, I'm doing more research, as I stated last week. I was going to look into it. And I found that actually the ChatGPT is just the name of the program that you're familiar with using. OpenAI is the company behind the language models, which is it's essentially the backend for the AI. It's the brains of the AI. They made that. So... Looking deeper into that, I was like, okay, well, could anyone just do it? Which, from a developer standpoint, you would need an AI, or an API access. And um, going to open AI's website, they do allow lot You just sign up for a free account, request access, and open your secret key to the API, and you're good to go. So you can actually integrate up to... Uh, GPT 3.0 models. Chat GPT is using a customized version of the 3.5 model, which is soon to be coming out, I guess, and be open source like the 3.0. Now, the interesting thing with all of these is it's completely free. Anyone can access this and develop it. It's kind of subjective topic because there's some people that don't think that AI should be openly researched but there's some people that think it's you gotta let science be science so my stance is kind of that I like it I'm playing with it I have an API key so I think there's a lot of fun things you can do with it um, but yeah those are the advancements so far with that
0: It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought all along that this was a uh, Microsoft building this.
1: Nope they uh, they have. It seems like everyone's partnering with them at this point. To if you Google um, big tech companies partnering with or utilizing Open AI software, it, you'll just see all of Microsoft. I'm sure Amazon's got something going. I mean, it's a, it's the closest to sentient AI that we have currently. Mm -hmm. It can, it's gotten to a point where it can remember context of your conversation. You know, what you, whenever you're having an IM conversation, what I said to you an hour and a half ago or 300 messages ago in our archive, how you would somewhat recall that the AI recalls it perfectly. And whenever yeah. I ask something in regards to that and what it learned from me earlier, it recalls it immediately and it knows. So it's it's pretty cool. Good. If you haven't played with it, you need to play with it. It's very useful. I mean, I have not, so. And... At the least, it's fun, <laughs> but it can definitely be useful. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah. that leads us in to Call of Duty 2024 Um, so we got a a pretty big old leak coming out of Activision themselves Um, it looks like they were targeted by a phishing attack which got some good insider information Uh, not good for them good for us I guess um, so there will be a 2023 game. It's going to be a Sledgehammer-led development. Um, it's was previously thought that the series is going to take a break, and it might just be DLC for the Warzone portion of the game, but it looks as of right now there is going to be a Sledgehammer-published game released. Um, not a big fan of Sledgehammer. So, that's not what excites me. What yeah. excites me more is what they're calling Project Seerus, which is Call of Duty 2024, which is Treyarch-led, in my opinion, the best of the three main developers of CODs. Mm-hmm. It's Treyarch, so, obviously looking forward to that. Yeah, so, that's...
1: what was the title of that?
0: Uh, based off the leaks, Zebris.
1: Okay. So, yeah, that sounds interesting. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Anytime Activision releases something, it's interesting, let's be honest. But, um, yeah, we'll see what they come out with here. I, I haven't seen too many leaks or anything like that. I'm still waiting to see what Treyarch's going to bring us here next. So, like, I want to put out that event.
0: this is obviously unconfirmed, but there's uh, theories that we're going into the Gulf War, so we'll be heading to Iraq to areas like that for this game. On the
1: game, yeah.
0: Yeah, so. Uh, there is references to Mogadishu. Uh, if you don't know what Magadishu is. It is uh, Capital Somalia which was part of the Gulf War. Uh, <clears throat> believe if I'm not mistaken that Black Hawk Down was during that portion of going into Mogadishu and the helicopter being shot down which is not great. <laughs> no nah. So I mean, it's interesting. It's definitely an error that we haven't touched on within the Treyarch series. I know Modern Warfare, we touched on the Middle East a good bit with the original Modern Warfare and original Modern Warfare 2. And now, I believe Modern Warfare. I haven't played the new Modern Warfare 2, I believe. I wouldn't see why we're not still in Afghanistan and stuff like that there. I guess we are out in modern times, but there really isn't anything we're involved with. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's the most recent conflict it's what they're probably focusing on. Again, haven't played the game. Um, big Treyarch fan.
1: Yeah, Don't <laughs> care. Black Ops 2 <laughs> is the one for me. That was my prime days back in high school.
0: I'm still playing Cold War. <laughs> Cold um, War's
1: good, yeah. It is very good. Alternative, I guess. Yeah,
0: two games behind still, just waiting. Uh, on the downer side of news, the deal with Sony ends in twenty twenty four between Activision and them. So, <laughs> yeah,
1: and Microsoft has been very open about flexing their business deals lately and buying stuff up. So,
0: yeah, but the I think Sony is just so arrogant about it. I don't know if they, they think, think they can live without Call of Duty being on their platform, which they probably could, but it's such a huge downside not to have a title like that on your platform. So just work with Microsoft, damn it.
1: Yeah, I, it at- know, if, if I had to take a stance on it, I'd say let's just get with the program. If everyone's on the same gen console, make them universally gen- cross-gen. And just let let gamers play with other gamers. Let's stop sectioning (laughs) off good gamers. That's what I think they need to do.
0: You literally have Microsoft working with Nintendo at this point.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's great if they want to have deals, whatever. You know, if they want to sell some skins or something stupid like that you know, whatever, great. Xbox can have a term, and PlayStation can have a term, and, you know, they can go back and forth and flex off what they paid Activision, that's fine. But, like, I think where it comes in, and I even acknowledged it the last time. Whenever we got those two extra zombie mods that Xbox didn't for the first full year, it was funny to troll them, but, I mean, I did always acknowledge, you know, we could in the future eventually be on the other side of this and it would suck because like, that's actually content they didn't get to play just because of the console they chose and uh, I, I don't think that's right now exclusive games you know like Gran Turismo I understand that, that that's a totally different story here but like Call of Duty I, if they want to do that they need to stick to cosmetics and things like that don't don't gate content behind a console. That's not... We've been on the upper hand and I'm saying this because I have a PlayStation and I'm saying this, but yeah. I don't want to be on the other side of it. I think we will end up being on the other side of it and I don't think it's been cool for the Xboxers being on the other side of it this as long.
0: <laughs> I mean, they really haven't missed out on much though.
1: They haven't but it's just, I think, a lot of people it's the principle. For me, it would be the principle.
0: I mean, you have Microsoft demanding some outrageous stuff from Sony, such so yeah. as they want performance reviews for the leadership. I don't know if that's legal.
1: Is that, they want that for open, like, cross-gen?
0: No, they want performance, like, the leadership of Sony Entertainment. They want the CEO, CFO, all of their performance reviews from the board to be in their hands. Not public. Microsoft just wants access to it.
1: And then what what does Sony get? Activision. Access
0: to Activision games. Blizzard games. Which, I mean, it's... It's kind of a dick move on Microsoft's part, but they do have the upper hand here.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. They could gate. Technically, yeah, they could gate. Since they own Activision, though, couldn't they gate off all of those all future games from our They could be like the new Grand Turismo. You have mm-hmm. to have an Xbox to play COD. Yeah. That'd be pretty dramatic. I, don't, they'd, I feel like they'd lose more money than they gain everything. Yeah, them. they're
0: really killing yeah. <laughs> a proportion of your consumers. People spent the thousand dollars on their console. They're not going to give that up. No. No. Game.
1: no. You know, be, been, yeah. I'm rooted in Sony and it's, it doesn't matter. Like, Xbox can have a console that's 80 times better in all aspects, and I would acknowledge that, but I would still have a PlayStation. I'd, it's just, it's rooted into me. You know, I've had a PlayStation since I was like 10, I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The first, very first PS1, now I have the 5. So I, And I've had everyone in between, so I'm not going to switch. I don't care what we lose. Worst comes to worst, I'll get a PC before that's I get Xbox.
0: We suffered through the PS3.
1: <laughs> yeah. Stuck it out. Exactly. We had a bad time there. It happens. <laughs> because then we beat the one and we're beating the X. <laughs> but we got it. Lizard, we took wizard squad. We got it.
0: That was hilarious.
1: But <laughs> like not for us.
0: That was a horrible summer.
1: <laughs> they ruined the whole summer for those kids, but those
0: well, kids, for us, man, that was us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I ruined that damn summer. It
1: was. It was a tragedy.
0: All the Xbox kids look like, oh, you chip for you PlayStation.
1: It's summer. I'm going outside. Get a life. Fuck you. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's like, man, I'm so behind. Like I could be prestiged right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you know, deep down you want to play. <laughs> You're just like. <laughs> I mean, the positive for that moment in time, we weren't paying for that service, so. Yeah. Could have been worse. So. But now that leads us into another portion of gaming, which is have content creators within the video game making field given up on creativity? Hmm.
1: Man, there's a lot of tools now that, and I don't want to get too far off of this, so I'm going to just be broad with it, but there's a lot of AI. You know, AI is just blossoming right now. Mm -hmm. and There's a lot of tools. I, I don't know if I've showed you, but I have a couple as well that there's AI tools that will let you just put keywords in and it will just start, based on them keywords it'll start generating designs and then it'll let you refine them. it's It's they're called creativity ge- generators. And then you take that and it gets you something pretty good and then you throw that in your Canva or your Photoshop and now you you can modify it and make it yours. And they're totally free because the AI just completely generated it for you. So with all that being said, I'm wondering, you might be helping the cause.
0: Yeah, but in the long, if you look at what, what's blown up, we haven't moved away from Battle Royale. No. Nah. It's like we're now hopping on trends. We're not setting trends. No one wants to set the next trend. They're going to hop on this trend. Let smaller companies take a risk on developing a game, and then we'll hop on it, if it works out. So they're a lot more risk averse now where we haven't had a big name develop a game that's groundbreaking. Yeah. In the sense of this is a whole new genre.
1: Like what's the next COD? What's the next GTA? i GTA, so. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, like what's, what can we add to the bubble of big names? You know, It's been a while. Number.
0: That's what they've been doing, just a number. Yeah. I mean GTA five is it by far the biggest jump between two separate games. If you look at it, uh five absolutely comes and blows four out of the water.
1: Oh, uh, for sure. And just- I'm sure six is the same way. Rock stores is- the polishing work that they do on every one of their games. That's why they take a decade to make. It's just, I mean, they're so big and just the detail goes into them.
0: I go, it started all together, man. You go into New York and then you come home, you play GTA 4 and you're in New Yorkers and it's to the smallest detail, dead on. Yeah. The same way with Los Santos to Los Angeles, and now I believe the leaks are out that it's going to be Vice City for six. I don't know if those leaks are solid. I believe they're pretty solid that it's Vice City for six. So I know we've already been to Vice City, but we went to a very, very, very small section of Miami. So now we're encompassing something which they're saying is larger than the size of the Los Santos
1: map. So, it's very exciting to see what they come out with. Yeah. I'm extremely excited. I I look for leaks here and there, but... They're pretty tight-knit ever since that big one. Yeah. These companies have it under-locking key now.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a much different game, just based off
1: geography.
0: I mean, you're coming from West Coast to East Coast. Different vibes. I mean, both cities have a lot of their roots and Latino demographics. And that is always fun to have. Um, especially Miami is more of a party place, whereas Los Angeles is, like, stars and dreams. Miami's all about partying. Yeah. You don't go to Miami to see, uh, I don't know, who's a big actor. <laughs> I don't even know he was there I'm, anymore. I'm just going to put off Denzel Washington because I think he's the best actor. You don't go to Miami to see Denzel Washington. You get to Hollywood for that. That's just the way it is. You go to Miami to go to the clubs and for the good nightlife they have there. So, it <clears throat> should be exciting to see how they incorporate that into GTA. I know we had incorporation of big names coming into the Los Santos area. I mean, goddamn, Dr. Dre was in the game, albeit for a minute, but he was there. So, maybe Pitbull will make it into Vice City.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just hoping for destructible map. But they have to execute it correctly, because I don't want to you don't want it to end up, and I don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole here, but, like, I, I see Destructible Map turning into um, everyone crashing stuff in the buildings and blowing stuff up to the point where the map's just destroyed completely. Every single map that you get into. So, I mean, unless there's some kind of regenerative mechanics or something, I, I don't know how they're going to pull that off, but I'm really kind of trying to watch for that to see how that's going to go.
0: Uh, I'm sure I'm sorry
1: about that. I think their plan, at least on the front of buildings,
0: is more interactive buildings, more buildings that you can actually enter. If they get that idea from Warzone Call of Duty's or at least that players like to be able to enter buildings. Um, just makes a little bit more interactive, more fun gameplay there. So interesting to see how that works, but with the whole regeneration I mean, we've spent countless hours on GTA Five, uh, specifically on the one bridge with the rocket cards, blasting cars off that bridge. And that bridge gets jammed up pretty quickly. Oh yeah, so I think it's just the problem is online when you're online with so many people, somebody's going to be looking at that building and rendering it. So that's where the problem with uh, reloading those chunks and generating those chunks comes in.
1: Yeah. Just figuring that out. <laughs> well, I'm sure they have it under wraps. <laughs>
0: yeah, I trust Rockstar.
1: Yeah. They like the milk game,
0: but they make a damn good game. Oh, yeah. Definitely can't blame them. <laughs> I guess that leads us into our next topic, which is personal conversations with our viewers. I don't think we've really opened up, talked about ourselves at all. I guess you kinda of know our names based off the of voices. Um I'm Anthony. Uh little background from eastern Pennsylvania. Uh currently working as an accountant. So yeah, I mean that's just a little bit about me. Don't want to get too deep. Don't want people stalking yeah. me. That'd be weird. <laughs>
1: yeah, I guess so. So yeah, you know, this is my voice, I'm Cody, and 29, been in the IT industry, computer science for, professionally since I was 19, but technically since I was probably 12, I've been playing with Java, writing RuneScape private servers and things like that, just playing with it, and it's uh, funny, a, a game, a RuneScape back in the day, 10 years old, turned into a career, because, uh, learning how to code Java got me into everything else, and now I have a bachelor's in computer science, and might be going for the master's, not sure yet, so oh, yeah. It's a little bit about me. I'm on the other side of Pennsylvania, um, we call this the only side of Pennsylvania, because the eastern side's weird, so um, western Pennsylvania, a little bit north of Pittsburgh, but where I'm located. <laughs> it's the happy meeting uh, that the middle of the state
0: is a bunch of hillbillies. Uh, if, <laughs> if you live in the middle of the state. Oh <laughs> Mission Hillbillies. Okay. If they we weren't have, there, we would have fought each other by now. This is not works.
1: We have potholes and deer, um, and a lot of trees. Same. About it. Same. <laughs> Our national <laughs> Flower. I, th- I think our spring national flower is the road count. Yep, absolutely. It's so, just how it works. Uh, if you know the term Yenzer, that'd be on my side. I don't necessarily identify as a Yenzer, but I guess I. I'm not I'm in saying the area.
0: <laughs> not saying it. Look <clears throat> it up. There's a term Philadelphia. I'm not saying it. <laughs> that term so much. Yeah, I I'll can't, give you it. the Pittsburgh, dude. I cringe so much. I'm going to have to say it now. It's you guys. That makes me cringe so much when I hear people <laughs> say that. It's
1: like, I, See, I don't have a problem with people. Like, I, I've, I'm i sure I've said yens before. It's like a way of saying you guys or Yuns. People just say yinz. Y-I-N-Z. And it's literally on, like, Taos and like our sports teams from Pittsburgh, they have like yens all over them. I'm a are I'm a Yinser fan. So that's like the Pittsburgh thing.
0: <laughs> I'm just a trader to Philadelphia. No, not an Eagles fan. Not a Fox fan. Don't watch baseball or basketball, so don't care about any of those teams. Yeah. Uh, let's go, Pens. Here we go, Steelers. <laughs> I was raised correctly in the state. That's how I would put it with sports, at least. Uh, I think soda
1: is the correct term. Soda. I say I I grew up pop, but soda has grown to me, and I, I'm 50-50. I'll say soda and pop, 50-50, it depends. Well,
0: so certainly be 50-50, it should be 100% soda. Uh, uh <laughs>
1: It's uh, it, honestly, I I would say the only reason why I say so is from flying out to the West Coast so many times in my life and spending so many weeks or collectively months there, it, because that's how they. Whenever you say pop, some of them don't know. They're <laughs> like, "What is that?" I don't think we carry. It. Like I've gotten there, so like that we don't carry that. I mean, <clears throat> could be worse. We'll you have soda, like tap soda. you. They just call it Coke. Everything's a Coke. Can you give me a Mountain Dew Coke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I don't know how that works,
1: actually. I'd like to know how that works, if that's actually true or not. I, I, I don't know. I give them more faith than that.
0: <laughs> I mean, Coke's from there.
1: <laughs>
0: it's just a reasonable thing. If you say soda pop, you're absolutely weird. Stop, stop doing that. Do better. <laughs> <laughs> we will so. get into some deeper personal questions. Yeah. All right. Money is not an issue right now, okay? So just think about that. If you could go anywhere for a month in the entire world, all expenses paid, where are you going?
1: Okay. So I... I have to start off with, for me, this changes. It's like music. Different place, different time. It just depends on my mood. Right now... Honestly, Santa Monica, California doesn't sound so bad right now. I could probably do that.
0: I'm going to get weird with this question. I'm going to break the rules here. So we got a month... Break this into four week journeys. (laughs) So, first week, without a doubt, I'm going to Hawaii. That, right there, that's just rest. I'm going chill. This whole journey is about chilling for me. Then, I'm going to Dubai. I've always wanted to experience Dubai. I think that would be awesome to go to the UAE. And that, see, I'm split here, because it's either Australia or London. I don't know. One or the other. Australia has its perks, and it definitely has its cons in the fact that everything there will try to kill you and not down with that. Not a big fan of spiders or snakes, so that's not a perk, <laughs> And London has its perks and it's old, historic. I love history, and the cons are it just rains all the time. It's not the warmest place, but no, after that,
1: it's off the Maldives. Yeah, that's huge. I'd love to go there someday. Just I from an experienced the world, basically. It's so Pretty many, much, yeah. There's so many. The cultures, too. Like, that's the part. Like, I like to see the different cultures in different places.
0: Yeah, I have a lot of respect for the Latino culture growing up. To a city that is primarily Latino, I believe. It's the majority, actually. So, a lot of good food. Mm -hmm. Good vibes all around, for the most part. Yeah. So The thing with Mexico is is when I'm told I can't leave the hotel without an armed escort, that sends the wrong message to me. How do I feel about that? Yeah. That's a weird one for me. So, I would love to experience
1: Cancun. I don't know if I'll ever bring myself to do it. I'd do it. Jared's done it. So, Everyone will meet Jared. <laughs> oh yeah. You'll meet Jared. There's it's a lot of
0: people you guys are gonna be meeting. And yeah. we'll get we'll get to uh, something that we should have addressed last week but we didn't. After a couple more questions. Yeah. You know, all that. We'll get to. It. So if you could have any superpower, which one are you picking and why?
1: Hmm. I'm going to go with. Wow, I'm going to go with um, knowledge, know everything. Why? Um. Well, you get paid for it, you know. <laughs> Fair, enough. <laughs> Fair
0: enough. Ah, what are you thinking? I feel like to be able to control time.
1: I think that's a cool one. Control time would be that'd be wild. What would you do with it?
0: No, do The old cliches. Kill baby Hitler up. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Just.
1: Like, what's the first thing? Like, you get your contract in the mail that says, congratulations, your powers have now been activated. Here's your pin. See,
0: this is like a combo. Do I get the time travel as well? Or do I only get <laughs> time in the moment?
1: Just whatever that means, whatever the ability of being able to manipulate time. Oh, you time traveling,
0: dude! There's so, a lot I want to
1: see. Yeah, so, I want to see the pyramids being built. Oh, absolutely! That'd be amazing.
0: Like, there's so much. That's like a big one.
1: That one makes so I kind of <laughs> just want to change. Like, <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm absolutely experiencing whether or not the aliens built those or
1: not. So, that's, that's going to be figured out right there. And then. I'll come Wouldn't back. Just but... blow your mind what you see. <laughs> I mean, I think it would be cool to watch
0: that moon landing as it's happening. Too. That's near to me. I want to see that live on television. Just experience experiencing people from that time. Like to realize that we're on the moon, that would be cool. I would like to see what the planet 50 years from now is, and obviously, I'd like to re experience some personal memories. Yeah, just look on back in those, definitely redo high school. <laughs> Maybe I'll try a little harder. Yeah. I mean, in the long run, I did pretty well for myself. I had two degrees, so. Yeah, (laughs) I mean. Working on my third, so. Maybe not. We try high school. I mean, going back to high school would be cool.
1: It'd be, like, fun uh, now. Like, it's all easy now. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, you think about it. You went to school, you came home, and you ate dinner. You didn't have to do anything. You yeah. had chores, but that's it. You have no responsibilities. Those was good days. Wish I had no responsibilities. <laughs> no bills. That was cool. <laughs> didn't take many naps back then. Now it's like daily turns. I need a nap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You have to pick your last meal. You're on death row. Anything available. Menu's endless. What are you
1: eating? So much. Oh man, like, we're definitely starting off with uh, Texas Red House. <laughs> like, the biggest sirloin, like, the biggest, lamest, not marbled sirloin. Like, the least, no fat's better. That's perfect. Take that, well done it. Right, so that's still kind of juicy. Make it a bit. But it's done, yeah. Um, give me some of them loaded mashed potatoes with no sour cream. <laughs> give me a whole cheese fry plate with like, just give me the whole thing a ranch at this point. Make me up a picture, picture of that Cherry Coca-Cola that they have. Like, literally, the Roadhouse is 90% of my thing. And then, like, I need a few other things, like KFC biscuits. Maybe a Famous Bowl from there. Um <laughs> yeah. Man, I could go on for days. You know how I am with eating. Um, for yeah. seven. I'm going to stop with that. I, well, yeah, we got to do Teca at least. So, Teca, we're going to have fajitas for two. The chicken and the beef, we want cornea soda in there too, if it's my last one. And then the seasoned rice, that stuff's And then obviously the cheese and the nacho, like just a tub of cheese.
0: gallon of
1: cheese. With a cheese warmer underneath it, like a fountain. Cheese fountain would be perfect to help (laughs) you get it on your stuff. And then the only other thing I would say I have to have would be a Pepe's Leg Burrito or Pepe's or whatever. They always make fun of me. I don't know how to say it. Pepe's. Excuse the fuck out of me. Please, so please. it's out in Los Angeles somewhere like near Santa Fe Springs, but I think they have a couple locations, that Pepe's, dude. It's so amazing. It's like this little tiny corner shop that you'd be like, that's kind of sketch. No. That's where you go to get, like, a leg burrito authentically made from Mexico. (laughs) They're so good. Get some of that red sauce and just light your insides on fire. It's a great time. Pepe's. So that's my, I'll stop there, because I I could go on for days.
0: (laughs) trying to think. Tied down you about so much. I think if it's the last one, you gotta go
1: with my mom's lasagna. That shit's lit. I miss so many family things in mine.
0: Like let must talk new age now. That be bossing. Uh,
1: like <laughs> <that's the place. laughs> it's boss. I haven't tried it yet. I need to get. You
0: also love it there. Oh yeah, it's real good. So <laughs> we'll start with that. that. Oh man, I'm gonna die before I even get put to death. Feel like I'm just feed and thoughts go under my head. I need a burger. It's like <laughs> that's my go-to at any restaurant where I'm like not feeling anything else. Burger safe option. Burger it is <laughs> so. Burgatory. Big fan of that. We'll get one from there. Um, shoot, man. This the last time I went to the Brazilian Steakhouse, I had the best flaming yawn I've ever had in my life. Taxes Day. Oh, yeah. Fractaline. Literally melted in my mouth. That's how it should be. Exactly. Oh, it was like, Whoa. <laughs> I've never experienced anybody cook flaming. I've had flaming on probably five times before that. Never like that. So now I know what a perfect flaming on is supposed to be like. (laughs) (laughs) I want A5 Wagyu. Haven't tried that yet. So, I mean, if I'm dying tomorrow, A5 Wagyu today.
1: Are you just letting, are you just saying I want, I want a whole pound of that and. Bone, just chef's chef do your thing with it. Or right. Are you directing them?
0: You make you make this the way you believe it's supposed to be cooked to make it taste good. That's how I'm saying.
1: You're just letting a chef run with it with a massive piece. Oh, yeah. All right. See, now I'm getting dessert. This
0: is where it really gets dangerous. There's so many things. This is going to sound weird, because I don't know if you know what a lobster tail is. Yeah, they yeah. If you're watching this right now and you don't know what a lobster tail is, pause, look up lobster tail pastry. They'll change your life. Get one. So, need probably a lobster tail, get me a cannoli, some tiramisu, and a slice of cheesecake. That was the most Italian Dago shit I've ever fucking said in my life. <laughs> so... That's how I was brought up though. I was taught you eat this. And then Christmas Eve came along. I was like, I don't want to eat fish. That's something you don't know about. You didn't grow up in the affair. It's like seven fishes. It's not a great like if you don't like fish like a lot you don't mind fish. Seven different fish dishes that's a lot of fish yeah no I way. give me some chicken give me some steak like, come on
1: I <laughs> <laughs> good on fish see <laughs> so
0: you ruined that for yourself you? so yeah. I don't I don't mind you not liking fish it's the whole not liking shellfish thing for me because you know that it's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's if you didn't know it was good and you just didn't like it. That's a different story. But you've had it and you know it's good.
1: It's just you got a vein one time
0: and that yeah. set everything
1: motion and then eating it again. So traumatic. You get a vein wrap around your lip and chin. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I like shit. It's like whenever your pizza's a little too hot and the cheese wraps down around your whole face. And chin and gets in your beard and all that. The vein was mind. the cheese. That's tragic. That's and not I'm just good. Trying to get over that. <laughs> you just got a poop sheet hanging out your lip. Long John Silver's does this to me. <laughs>
0: that's me going to fast food place.
1: That's, that's the problem. Hey, popcorn, popcorn shrimp was my thing. I'm the
0: surprised the popcorn shrimp had veins in it. <laughs> Tell you what. Yeah. It's coming from like a food supplier. I wasn't eating anything. Who normalized that selling shrimp with the poop in it, though? Like, why, why is that a thing? Take the damn veins out. It's weird. <laughs> doesn't add flavor. Take the damn veins out. If it adds any flavor, I'm sure it's not great. I haven't had a shrimp with a vein in it since I was little. Back then, I just thought that was normal. Now I know. That's too. Don't eat that.
1: Not good. So, (laughs) yeah, that was my experience with that. And fish, I just never really liked it. I I don't know. I'd rather have chicken. I don't know. I just (laughs) didn't really care for fish.
0: Try mahi mahi. tastes like pork.
1: Mm.
0: That was the weirdest thing I've ever eaten in my life. So, if you like mahi Mahi, it's okay. It's okay, calm down. I get it. It tastes <laughs> like pork, though. It's weird. It's not, that's not that sure. I'm biting into that, expecting loopy a little bit of flavor of the sea in there. Nah. I'm eating pig with the texture of fish. That shouldn't happen. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know how that... It's the thing, but... It was good, though. I'm a big fan of crab. Damn it! didn't put crab in my... Last meal. I'm throwing in crab legs. Give me crab legs. I can just slam crab legs. I've proven this. At least two platefuls of crab legs. And then I'll get full... And yeah, don't it's Brad issue with Brad I watch Brad and all you can eat buffet take like nine plates. I guess us talking to Brad Brad leads us into the next thing. Which is kind of about Brad. So <clears throat> you may have seen that we are now A and C, not A, C and B. And it's not we kick Brad or anything like that. Brad decided, with him starting his own business venture, it wasn't a smart decision to make a dedication to a weekly thing, where he has to be here at least once a week and take time out of his day. So you will hear from Brad. Brad will be on the show occasionally as a guest. Um, we have a couple of other friends coming on as guests. You can look for those episodes every other Wednesday, Wednesday starting this Wednesday. Um, so you'll hear from people like Ken, Jared, Brad, believe Alicia, and maybe Cordell. So you get to know those people. Uh, everyone's a good time. Yeah. Definitely check those episodes out. feel like we're a little bit more ecstatic and exuberant when we're with our friends, so.
1: Yeah, everyone brings something, a different vibe to the table, and the concoction's a little... Different flavor each time, I think, depending on who's all in there. Oh, we were definitely trying to do an episode with
0: everyone all at once. That would be, yeah, and the friend group as a whole in a podcast would be crazy, but it probably would be a good conversation.
1: Yeah, and and there's a lot of hell and behind the scenes too. That this is. uh Wherever we're looking into stuff for the show and things like that it's there's sometimes somebody will bring like Ken will bring something up that's really interesting that I didn't know about and, or they'll help us with the design work or something like that so everyone has had a place even if they haven't been on the show yet yeah shouts out to all of them so
0: I guess we'll get into our final topic tonight you see one, a true crime mystery. Um, so we're gonna get into this. Uh, we're gonna keep it probably as PG thirteen. I mean, with murder as a whole, it's pretty graphic stuff. Mm-hmm. So, won't we'll get that graphic and describing all that. I mean from what we say, you'll probably get some mental images and kind of get the picture of what happened here and <clears throat> I guess develop your own thoughts and yeah, let's just get into it. So, yeah. we're going to be focusing on William Bradford or Brad Bishop. Um, this is an older case from the 1970s, late 1970s. So, um, give you a little background, he was a uh, foreign service uh, person, so he worked for the Department of the State, going into other countries, doing that type of work, um, and find out what specific portion, because there's multiple portions, there's like the economic portion, education portion, healthcare portion. So, I don't know which portion of that he was in. I know he was a spy. (laughs) So, a very smart guy. uh, Went to Yale. So, that alone kind of shows you uh, his intelligence levels. Yeah. It's rough to get in. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, March 1st, he went into work looking to get a promotion. Uh, unfortunately did not get that promotion and he told his secretary that he was feeling unwell. He left his office uh, went to a bank where he withdrew several hundreds of dollars Um, he then went to a Sears and bought a sledgehammer and a gas can he filled the gas can and his car at an adjacent gas station and then drove to a hardware store to get a shovel and a pitchfork. He returned home, and police believe he attacked his wife first, killing her. He then killed his mother, who was returning from walking the dog, and then proceeded to kill his three children, ages 5, 10, or 14. After this, he drove from Bethesda which is Maryland, D.C. area, 275 miles to Columbus, North Carolina, and uh, the Smoky Mountains, I believe. Uh, he dug a shallow hole where he put the bodies in and burnt them. Uh, rangers from the park noticed smoke, and they alerted uh, the... Uh, Forest Fire Service who came to investigate the source of the smoke they showed up to the shovel and the pitchfork burning as well as a shallow grave with what they were to discover five bodies it. Now with this guy being as smart as well versed uh, knew multiple languages had been in multiple different countries, experienced multiple cultures, had experience with assimilating into those cultures, it's easy that this guy just goes off. So, he just isn't found from there on please have been able to find this guy. Uh, there's obviously been tips coming in, so that's huge. I mean, we'll have in the thumbnail the picture, age progressed of this guy. If You see somebody that looks like him doesn't hurt, yeah. He's on the most wanted list, a hundred thousand dollar reward. Be fine. Uh, <laughs> That'd be nice. It would. I mean. She's not a great guy, but no. But yeah, I and mean that the reward exists, but <laughs> I think the most damning sighting happened January nineteen seventy nine. Um, a colleague from the State Department was in a restaurant while skiing in Sorrento, Italy, when he greeted a bearded man. And then asked him, you're Brad Bishop, aren't you? The man supposedly said in a distinctly American accent, oh, God, no, and ran out of the bathroom. So let me put this in perspective. This dude wasn't on the most one list until, I believe, the 2000s. So at this point, this isn't national news. This isn't a name everyone knows. And we're in Italy. So to have that reaction to being asked if you're Brad Bishop, I 100% believe that was him. In Italy.
1: Yeah, I thought that too whenever I saw it. it was like I I feel like this is a legitimate alter, alter action, or interaction. If I can tell her.
0: Like, it, it's crazy. So, we then had In 1994, basically, dudes unseen for what is that? 15 years until the next what they call a viable sighting is in Basel, Switzerland, when a family friend of Bishop say that they saw him just feet away at a train station. They described him as well groomed and said he was getting into a car. It doesn't stop there. Uh, They found a man from Alabama who was hit in a... was killed in a hit-and-run. So, based off of pictures of this man and what Bishop looked like, which is when to look it up, they do have pictures of the body as well as Bishop next to each other. It's very, very close. So, they did uh, fingerprinting and DNA Unfortunately, it was not Bishop. That would have been great to know that. Hey, got him.
1: <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy how some people they they somehow slip through their whole life. And even if you did catch somebody, you now you know, thirty years down the road, what do you do? You put them in jail. But I mean. So that's the question: Is
0: he still alive? Is a huge question. Yeah, because he's he would be eighty six, turning eighty seven this year. So is he even still
1: alive? It's yeah. Might never know. <laughs> we might never find him.
0: The other thing is, if he does die, and he's still alive now. Will we find him then? Yeah. May never know. I mean, I think what I found really interesting is looking this guy up, searching through him. We found out that he had another daughter. Um, to just, I think she's dot Ancestry.com, found out that Bishop was her biological father. Um, not after the murders. I think she was 18 when the murders occurred. So, obviously, from a previous relationship. So, he didn't have, from what we know, any relations after the murders. My guess is knowing five different languages. And I forgot to mention this Italian is one of those languages he knows. So, him being in Italy, not out of the question by a long shot. Easily can make it there. And then, being in Basel, I don't know if Basel is a French-speaking or Italian-speaking or if it's a German-speaking portion um, in Switzerland. But if it's French or Italian, those are two of the languages that he is listed as knowing. So, I mean, it's interesting to point out that he was posted in Italy three separate times. Yeah. So, he knows a good... He he knows the culture well enough to get by there. So, if you're in that situation, you're obviously going to go somewhere where you're comfortable. Italy's that place. And then, seeing as he was spotted by a former colleague, probably chose not to stay around in Italy too long. Yeah it is my firm
1: belief that he is not in the United States at this moment if he is still alive probably not but I mean like I said if he is still alive what do you do with him you know if you catch him I mean justice obviously has to be served but he got away with it I mean you put him away it's What? How however old he is at this point it's kind of like well jokes on you already lived <laughs> yeah <clears throat> it's it's
0: just interesting how
1: dude has a great
0: career, mm-hmm. whole family, yeah, and just in an instant he snaps.
1: Just every just takes it. He just wipes. You hear about that a lot which yeah. like just normal family. Like some some of these people have it all. Good paying job, good management, you know, don't do a whole lot, go in, BS, come home, same schedule all the time, good money, you know, they're married, happy, have kids, kids are doing good, Living a good neighborhood, you know, the family, the, everything checks up. And then just one day, someone snaps. You hear about that a lot.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think uh, the motive that was put out, and what we saw was that he wanted another foreign posting. He wasn't happy just working at a desk all day, and his mother and his wife were the ones trying to keep him from that. They wanted to stay where they were. They wanted to uproot the family, move into to a different country, and all of that. So, I guess when he didn't get that job, it was just, I'm done something in him just snapped where he was done living by their rules. I mean, there's much better ways to go about that. I'm not advocating for stepping out as a father, but that would have been much better than killing your children.
1: Yeah. That's not the way to handle it. I can't I know a lot of people can relate to the job, you know, that that will psychologically ruin somebody. You know, a job that you put all you know, if you really like your job and you really believe in it and you're one on people, especially somebody right out of college, it's naive potentially. Um, and you know, employers they'll exploit you. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're salaried and they'll they'll you'll work yourself to a point where you just you can't. And you don't know why. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they talk about that a lot. Burnout's becoming a very, very common term. Talked about on the news and articles and 2022, 2023 worker burnouts, you know, silent quitting. Mm-hmm. Employees that are working aren't actually working, making things harder on their co it's, it's It's a mess.
0: And I think it leads us back because, I mean, the FBI obviously profiles and the dude had insomnia, was taking drugs for insomnia, and they believe he had depression, so being unhappy in the situation that you're in with a mental health disorder mm-hmm. can lead to rash decisions. And it's by no means an excuse for those decisions. Um, I think... I mean, you can talk on mental health a little bit more. Yeah, it ourselves. So it's it's definitely a struggle day to day. But I think, from personal experiences, what seems horrible today doesn't mean it's going to be horrible years from now. Yeah, I, I can say from personal experience, it gets better. Like, it's better. Don't make rash decisions. You're not the issue. Taking yourself out of the equation doesn't fix anything. Talk to someone. That fixes things.
1: Yeah, reaching out, having a support system, even if your system's one person, even if it's just a help one, just something. Anything but being a win. I think anything we can do to help
0: Less people become victims, whether it's through a person with mental health issues or the person inflicting violence on themselves, is great. So, reach out. We'll we'll respond to you guys. Yeah, definitely. We're here to talk. I mean, that's what we want to do.
1: Obviously, we have a podcast. We're here to talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that can all be private too. Mm-hmm. So. I think that
0: about wraps us up for the day.
1: Yeah, pretty good show. Lots of topics. I think the developing Chad GPT and AI within society right now is just blossoming. So mm-hmm. if you don't have your eyes on it, keep your eyes on it. Form your opinion. Let me know. I'm mm-hmm. playing with it. <laughs> so, but. as always. Help us
0: out, like, subscribe, hit the bell. And I guess we'll catch you all next time.
1: Yeah. As always, guys, this is Cody signing out. And I appreciate you so much taking the time to listen. If you did, we'll see you next time. And see you.